Hey everybody, welcome to episode 116 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for 30 years. This week, we talk about a rant, response, and recovery. So, let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast, and I hope you enjoy the show this week. But before we begin, I want to give you the following information. If you want to give me feedback or interact with the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at Detecting The or Instagram at The Metal Detecting Show Podcast. Or if you want to pop me an email, you can do so to Kieran at TheMetalDetectingShow.com. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, you can do so on BuyMeACoffee.com forward slash Metal Detecting. And lastly, and most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everybody, I hope you had a great week detecting this week. Um, I suppose quite a few of you will be winding down the detecting season due to cold weather soon, so I hope you had a great season. Or maybe you're just starting out if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Myself, we can go all year round with the right weather gear, so I'm probably getting into the height of my season, actually. Yeah, I hope you've had a great season anyways, and I hope you're finding loads of stuff. So this week I want to talk about a rant, response and recovery. But before I get into that, I want to ask you all a favor. Oh, here you go. Here he goes. Listen, you're all listening to the podcast on an app of some sort. Generally, I really appreciate it if you could go click on the show and go down to tap to rate. I don't want a review. I don't want anything too complicated. But if you feel like doing it, I really appreciate it if you could just tap to rate it. Um, right now, I only have four ratings on Apple Podcasts. So if you're on Apple, just click on the show and scroll down to the bottom, uh, just above the About section, and hit Tap to Rate and give me a five-star rating, if you feel I deserve it. Four if you don't. But if you really hate the show, don't listen and don't review it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd really appreciate it if you are a regular listener to the show that you hit the five-star rating on Apple Podcast app or on the Spotify app or on Pandora or on any other podcast app that you use, they will all have a feature where you can tap to rate. I don't particularly want a review, um, but I'd love to get the number of ratings up. Now, we're five out of five globally, and for reviews, we're five out of five um, with quite a few reviews as well. So um, I just love to get that rating count up. This allows the podcast provider to know which podcasts are worthy of getting on front pages and stuff like that. So. Listen, it'll literally take you two seconds to do it while you're listening to the podcast right now. So if you could just go in there and click and give me a five-star review, I'd really appreciate it. So back to the show anyways. So we're talking about a rant, response, and recovery. Why are we going down this road? Well, two reasons. I see a lot of videos calling out the heightened recovery speed of the Manticore from MindLab. And the person who captures it best is the NYC detectorist, youtube channel i'll put a link to his show in the show notes um and he says it best and i 100 agree he sees no difference and if you look at the videos that he he shows and you know he, he calls out quite a few people in the video and i agree and i've seen a lot of these videos where people set up an air test on the ground they put down five or six coins and they wave the manticore or the equinox or the ds2 over the coins and they're just whipping it from left to right and they're going, oh, it's amazing. You can pick out every one of these targets. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a nice visual for YouTube, but it causes me to talk about two points this week. Um, the first being air testing. 
If you're a long time listener to the show, you know what I'm going to say here. Air testing is not accurate. You can see as many guys as you want waving their new detector about saying how smart I am. I bought this detector and it's so much better than this other detector. And they move, they move around and they wave their shit about as if it's proof. You know, you just have to look at these videos to understand and see that this is not a standardized test. This is not carried out under a rigorous scientific environment. All too often you see guys waving their detector and then taking a step to the side, wave it again, wave it again and taking another side, oh, from 30 degrees, 90 degrees, blah, 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 waving it about as if this is, you know, more accurate than what normal people are doing. If you're detecting long enough, you know that the aspect you approach a target at will give you a certain type of signal. You move one millimeter or five millimeters to the side, half a centimeter, half an inch to the side and wave it again you quite possibly are going to get a different response from your detector just simply because how the eddy currents react and how you pick them up which are from your coil at that new aspect. From my point of view, air testing is not an accurate measure of some new detector's response or recovery ability. It'll stay like that until the manufacturers standardize and share how they test and what the actual results of their tests are. And that way we can benchmark against each brand to actually see, right, this detector is a little bit better than this detector, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So till we have a standardized test from the manufacturers, air testing is not the way to go. The only measure of quality of a detector or performance is when a detector gets in the hands of the masses. I'm talking thousands of individuals who use it over a long period of time and share their experiences then you have enough data to make a decision purely based on the sample size. So the minute I see content saying new X is better than Y or Y is better than X, insert your own brands here, lads, I turn off, I swipe left or I close the browser. And I suppose that's my rant over. What prompted the rant is recovery and videos of people displaying the Manticore recovery speed versus any other brand and how it's amazing. But amazingly, sounds exactly exactly like the Knox. It leads me to think that a lot of people don't understand the implications of a high recovery speed and its impact to response. You can ask anybody about what recovery speed is. They'll say it's a detector's ability to recover from one signal to the next and its ability to single out good targets on a trashy site. So recovery speed is a feature, I suppose, and it's how quick your detector can recover between targets, reducing the impact of target masking, which is when two or more targets are so close to each other that one target cancels the other out. This could mean, for example, an aluminium pull tab beside a gold ring giving off a pull tab response, resulting in you making the call to ignore the presented target. Now, the manufacturers will lead you to believe that the higher or better the recovery speed, the more target separation you get. And that is true. However, as you turn up your recovery speed, your response speed has to reduce, which results in an unintelligible audio stream, almost like an internet modem. So the goal with recovery speed is to adjust it down till each target gives a separate and clear response or reduce your swing speed for the same effect. But then it becomes a hunt efficiency question. You don't want to be swinging your coil so slow that you don't cover any ground. Also bear in mind 
that to locate or coil pinpoint a target when using a very high recovery speed, it's almost impossible as your coil head will have moved too far off target to allow you to make a good estimation of location, again requiring you to lower your speed. Now, it may be great to have adjustable recovery, and I would recommend that as a basic requirement of an advanced detector, as it allows you to counter for any potential target masking. However, be very, very wary of anybody demonstrating recovery like they're smashing a xylophone. This may demonstrate the effectiveness of the detector's recovery speed. However, it's something that should never be used on Max unless you detect in slow motion. Just because a detector can doesn't mean you should. And there's also the fact that now although the Manticore are claiming this is not an impact, we've yet to see the truth of the matter that having a higher recovery speed reduces your depth. Reduced depth means less ground covered per swing and less potential for good targets. So just be careful what you see in videos or podcasts even for that matter. I'm not an expert, but this is my point of view on it. But just be careful what you see in YouTube around people demonstrating the DS2 and the Manticore against the Knox or against some other detector because one, it's not a standardized air test. Two, it's not necessarily good for your hunting technique to have your recovery speed set up high. And three, remember, it's all part of the marketing spin. So right now, I don't see anything that differentiates the the Manticore from the Knox, the Deus 2, the Legend. Only what I see in the marketing or the YouTube videos of people who happen to get their hands on an early model of the detector. And realistically, if you see somebody with a branded detector on YouTube right now, before it's released, they are more than likely in the pocket of the manufacturer. I'll leave it at that this week, guys. Um, short and sweet. But uh, talk to you all again next week. And I suppose that's it for this week, guys. I hope you like this episode of the Metal Technic Show podcast. Check out the website www.metaltechnicshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out the Patreon page. Check out the Buy Me a Coffee page. Both can be reached with forward slash metal detecting. If you like taking your appreciation to the next level, leave me a positive review or any on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to rate the podcast. And once again, if you've enjoyed this episode, we will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting. Thank you.